Cannon. My name is Deja Brown. And you're listening to the Open Mic Podcast. Pop, 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 podcast. Uh huh. No, no, no more trouble. <laughs> I gotta do it this way because uh, it's a copyright infringement. Oh, yeah. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> no, I gotta warm up real quick. Hold on. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And I want to welcome everybody to uh, Open Mic Radio After Dark Podcast, 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 Podcast. Yeah, I've been eating chicken wings. I'm not going to freestyle. Welcome everybody to the episode of Open Mic Radio Podcast. I got my man Angel Penn in the building. What up, Angel? What up, homie? How's it going? Um, It's going. I wanted to get my levels right. I let somebody use my podcast equipment it is 12 59 it is september 28th and it's mm-hmm. a thursday yeah it's going up on a thursday my man angel pen I, I text him in the middle of the night i said what are you doing these were um what i like to call are we fucking hours okay i called angel and i text him i said what are you doing angel said nothing i'm like you want a pod and he said yeah and i'm like this may or may not be the gayest conversation we're having right now. It's <laughs> one in the morning on a Thursday. Like, no one has to go to work. As always, as a tradition, I like to switch out my wind buffer. Excuse me one quick. We was yellow. And by nothing, I usually mean I'm doing something with video. But it, that counts as nothing. We're going blue, Angel. Oh, okay. Blue. Like, literally going blue? Like We're going blue. You about to say some wild stuff? Like, I mean, Angel, you have a whole show called Stand Up Comedy Wrestling where the majority of it is everybody gets to say how much they hate that particular person's mother. <laughs> so, I mean... Dirty comedy is fun, you know? Yeah, it's it's fun, and it's dirty. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets a good view of my, uh, my office. Periodically, you're going to see me look like this mm. because the monitor is here. But the camera is here. So I gotta look at I gotta look at Angel. Yeah. And you know, most Angel. people they would set up their camera before they started recording, but you like to do it during the show. It's pretty cool. Everybody wants I think everybody know that I'm I'm pretty, you know, this is a really, a really unprofessional podcast. <laughs> this podcast is unprofessional as fuck, yo. Yeah, I mean, as it should be. Who who records what time is it? Jesus Christ, what time is it? Who records in the one in the morning? Me. Who doesn't mm-hmm. like? Who doesn't have like? I'm I'm recording like I ain't got to do nothing tomorrow. You know. You don't. You ain't got nothing to do. I got work to do, man. Uh, you only have several several jobs in a family. That's not a lot. Not a lot, yo. Uh, I watched my daughter today um, get stomped in volleyball. That was amazing. Hold on. What happened? A few days ago, you were all excited that she got in the game, and now you're like, oh, she got stomped. Yeah, she got stomped, yo. I mean, but her team, but she didn't get in the game, so her team. Yeah. Her. Oh, so it's not her fault. Not her fault, yo. Mm-hmm. Her team, she didn't get in the game. Mm-hmm. So I swear they messed up. They should have put her in. 
that I mean, she was she was ready. She didn't. She had the knee pads up. You know, the knee pads mm -hmm. was up. That means she meant business, and she yep. didn't get into the game. So I mean, uh, I'm not one of those dads that you know go ham when their daughter doesn't get in the game. I'm like, you know what? The point is, baby girl, is as long as you stay ready, you ain't never got to get ready. And when she got in the game, that one time I was happy, but I was like, next time she could have gotten the game sooner if the knee pass was up. You know. <laughs> He think it's a wardrobe malfunction. That's why they didn't let her in. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, the coach probably saying you're not ready for the game because your knee pads around your ankle. It ain't Dang. ankle pads. They're knee pads. Dang. Get them pants. Get them them ankle them knee pads above your ankle above above your knees. And she got them up, and she was ready to go. And that dude did like this and went around her. Got stomped. Stomped so bad. I went to the other opponent's bleachers. I wanted to join them. Um. <laughs> the you you weren't even claiming that team. Yeah, I didn't even. My daughter, my daughter saw me walk away. She 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 said she would did the same thing, and I was like, Dang. yeah, that's rough. You know, I said I said, baby girl, ain't gonna, ain't nothing personal. So I'm just saying that um, it's 15 of us and it's 30 of them. And we'll go ahead and uh, mosey on over. There's no loyalty in middle school sports. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> there's nothing on the line right now other than um, self esteem and motivation and. Um, She's happy, and I'm happy, and I vow not to miss a game. I haven't missed one yet. That's great. Um, You're a good dad. Yeah, I haven't missed one yet. But the day will come. And actually, <laughs> so it's a countdown. It's a countdown. The day will come where it's like either watch my daughter sit on the bench or go get some money, and I'm going to choose get some money. And that is the day mm -hmm. where this asshole of a coach is going to let her start. And that's when I'm gonna be sad. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And she's gonna remember that because according to every movie, a child will never remember that one game that the dad missed. Dude, they never show the dad at all the boring ass games where they don't even get to play. <laughs> they just show the one time. The one time she looks off into the stands and the spot, the spot I'm always sitting at is empty because she finally yep. got in the game. Nope, I'm gonna be at every one, buddy. In the movie version, you you come with a legitimate excuse, but it's not good enough for the movie. It's like I was featuring for Chris Rock. It's like, but you weren't there, Dad. It's one of those. Yeah, it'd be it'd be something like I'm working a triple for for the get the, to afford Christmas gifts for my family, and they're like, yeah, but you wasn't there, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now that I think about it, I think all movies are just the different sides of the situation, but they never know. There's a kid whose dad is always gone off to work, and then there's a dad who's trying to make Christmas happen. Somebody just needs to combine these two movies and show like, oh, it was just a big misunderstanding. Yeah, someone needs to. It's never a part two that shows, you know, what happens afterwards, like the reconciliation, you know, at, mm -hmm. at dad's funeral, because you know, it's always at dad's funeral. Dad, Paul, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Not Paul. This is clearly a period piece if we're saying Paul. Paul, I'm <laughs> sorry, Paul. I didn't mean a whole my my senior year in, in middle school varsity volleyball game against you. Mm -hmm. I knew you had to work. A, I knew you had to work a, a triple to pay for my for my my Christmas gifts. But by the way, you know what they never address in the movie? The yeah. kid isn't doing whatever sport that they uh, claim is so important. <laughs> you know, like if this were like. Michael Jordan is like, ah, damn, I should have gone to some games. <laughs> I, I messed that one up. But it's like, yeah. nah, they don't even do the sport in the movie. So what's the big deal? Yeah. It's like You paid for college and now you're a lawyer. That's the thing that matters. Yeah, but you missed that one chess, that chess game. That one <laughs> chess game. 
Like yeah. I lost. I lost Paul. I lost. <laughs> you wasn't you wasn't in the one spot I need you to be at. Like, mm-hmm. me. I had to I had a whole I I got ran over by the 18 wheeler, son. <laughs> you missed my chess game. Yeah. That so, that movie just hate on dads. That's really what it's about. Not all dads, just black dads. Just just right? fences. <laughs> I've never seen Denzel. Denzel was nicer in training day. You know, you know, I, Denzel actually fought to have his son get a new heart. Remember John Q? <laughs> oh, yeah. John Q. <laughs> John Q, he was like, oh, I, but he had to go through his streams. Like, he had, he had to turn into training day. <laughs> like, my son won't bury me. I will bury my son. <laughs> I won't bury my son. My son will bury me. <laughs> and did he do the down pointing? That's when he's making a good point. Yeah. The, the down point. The Denzel yeah. down point. That, that mouth drop down. You know, I've been bringing up Denzel a lot and specifically John Q when talking about uh, this whole Hassan Minaj thing. Have you heard about this? Mm-mm. All right. So this, this comic. Yeah, he's a comedian. He put out two specials and then he did an interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, with I think the New York Times or something like that or Washington Post somebody somebody like that and they mm-hmm. fact checked it and it turns out he was making a lot of it up Oh no! now, now regular people are like horrified because they don't know that comics will say whatever is the funniest they don't they don't care about the truth yeah um, and I've been talking to some comics and they go like yeah but you know he shouldn't have lied about that and I'm like well, what's wrong with it? It was like, yeah, he just lied about stuff that made people sad. Yeah, he's trying to emotionally engage to make the punchline that much stronger. And I said, you don't look at Denzel Washington and be like, hey, man, you shouldn't have taken over that hospital. You should have got social services to help you out instead, right? Yeah. And I specifically kept using John Q as an example because I was like, yeah, he's that's a crazy thing. We only accept it in movies because we're like, oh, we, we understand this man's background. I'm like, what about all the people he kidnapped? He was wrong. He shouldn't have done that. Just like Samuel Jackson in the, in the negotiator, he was like, "I got to, I got to prove my innocence by hijacking <laughs> the, yeah. the, the the police building." Like, yeah, yeah. Redhead Samuel Jackson. <laughs> uh, man, that's me and my family quote that movie all the time. We just yell randomly. You want my blood? Come get some. And then for some reason, we kept making him more and more country every time we did it. So we made him sound like some hillbilly just yelling. Yeah, Samuel, you could you clearly could tell Samuel about had about enough, and he would he was close to retirement, I believe, and they tried to screw him over his retirement. He had he he said I had about enough of this shit. I'm shutting yep. this thing down. If you you ever shot movie, center mass triangle formation, come on, that's an assassination. I remember this movie. You um, if you if you pay attention to like those movies back, I think wouldn't that movie like late nineties, late nineties, early two thousand? Right, that sounds about right. Yeah, if you look at it now in the year of the Lord twenty twenty three, you'll see how trash some special effects were. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I cannot believe. Like, I remember watching like you know like old old Bonanza with my grandma and stuff like that. Bonanza. Yeah, I I, I preface it with my grandma. I don't. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying I didn't even know that was still airing. How? It, it's not. I, you're not I, that old. <laughs> yeah, my grandma. I was watching. I was a kid. Okay. 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 You know what I'm saying, and uh, I moved. I moved the camera because I'm keeping it real because I'm tired of doing this. So <laughs> you can see that my Rockefeller poster right here is where I.
get all my inspiration to slap niggas. Um, <laughs> but like you know, they used to use the cap guns. Like, uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, and then it was like, oh man, these these special effects are trash. But now looking at the special effects, like my kids, like God dang, this shit is trash. I'm like, it's the Ninja Turtles. Look, we look. We did the best we could. What the hating on the Ninja Turtles? Yeah, you know. Wow. Hate, hate on the turtles, man. Wait, was it was it part three? Because I hate that one too. Part three was trash. Is that the one where they were putting the camera back? Because this is stupid. Um, <laughs> that's where they time travel. Part three. That's the worst. Yeah, one. that's when I knew that they needed to just take a break. <laughs> I like when when yeah, I like one. I like one because of the sound of the soundtrack. Two was dope. And then three. One was the very very serious one. Too serious for children. And then two, they overcompensated and they made it really funny, which I like. Two is my favorite because I, I'd rather have I don't watch sad movies, except for John Key. <laughs> uh, but I don't like watching sad movies because I don't like feeling sad. I want to be happy, so I'd rather watch any Mutant Ninja too. But I do respect those who think that one is the best. Well, you know, actually one is close, is near and dear to my heart because one was the first movie I've ever seen. Whoa! Yeah, it was the first movie I went to the movie theaters to see was Ninja Turtles when it came out. Mine was, I think, Mortal Kombat. Wow! Oh no, my brother corrected me. He said Power Rangers. So ninety-five. That's David. David, if y'all don't know, David and Angel together are the Samoan SWAT team, even though the Dominican. <laughs> Wait, was that an actual team, the Samoan SWAT team? Yes, in the NWA, Samu. Oh, wow, not in the way. Yeah, you remember the head shrinkers? Yeah, they did they, the same exact people. <laughs> oh, for real? <laughs> yeah, the, the head shrinkers were nothing more than the Samoa SWAT team in the NWA. I love the head shrinkers because his yeah. power was just he had a hard head, and as someone with a very large head, I, I appreciate that being their superpower. You know what's funny about those wrestlers back in the day, like the colored wrestlers, like all of them were all supposed to be like empty headed, so you, if they head butted you. It didn't hurt them, but it just hurted you. And like as a kid, you're like, "Yeah, look at them hard heads with them dumb, <laughs> dumb asses." And then you grow up, you realize that might have been slightly racist. <laughs> oh, everybody's like uh, a shaman or from the jungle or do voodoo, like yeah. Like he's and then if they were a regular black dude, they were just a regular black dude, just like regular milkman Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Duke the Dumpster Drosy? <laughs> Yeah, that, that was the era where everybody had a job. That's what they called yeah, it. Yeah, the job wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, IRS man. Like, uh, repo man. <laughs> man. IRS. Tatanka. Tatanka. That wasn't a job. He was just Native American. Hey, as a person of color, I get it. It's a job to try to stay, you know, try to stay afloat in this white man's world. <laughs> it's a job to be an Indian, I guess. Here's the, here's the question, though. Was that dude even a person of color, or was it just a white dude with a tan? Because that they did that back then. Hey man, when, I remember when everybody thought Johnny B. Bad was white, a white dude in blackface. <laughs> Wait, I don't even remember Johnny B. Bad. He was um Mark Merrill. Oh yeah, wait, was, was Mark Merrill is a Latino? No, <laughs> he might have been. I don't know. <laughs> Hey, look, back back then, I would not put it past them to just be like, uh, you kind of look like you're Hispanic. Yeah. Scott Hall wasn't. Yeah, Scott Scott Hall was very much a white man. <laughs> very much so. Um, 
I'm like, now I'm looking up Mark Marrow to see. Oh my goodness, he might have just been a white dude with the. Uh... Oh, he was married to Sable at one point. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he was married to Johnny Sable. B. Bad, Mark Marrow, and the Wild Man. He was the wow, the wow man. Yeah, he's from New York. Yeah, I don't think he's any kind of ethnic. Yeah, that's wild. That's yeah, wild. Made this man dress up as as Little Richard, Golden Globes champion. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Tutti Fruity, his his finishing move was the, the Tutti Fruity. Bob Lubop. Ernest the Cat Miller, three time karate champion, dancing to James Brown. It just mm. it's just weird. It's mm. just weird. Um, can am I looking directly at the camera? Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, we we went on a good little seventeen minute rant. So, um, Angel, you how how it's been a while, man? How you been? I've been good. You know, got back from Europe. Uh, it was the most expensive thing I've ever done in my life. I don't recommend it. Uh, the trip, I recommend the trip, but not the actual paying for it. That's crazy. If you can't hey. afford to go to Europe, don't. I did it backwards. I just went. Hey, man, you know what? It's better to experience something and regret it than never experience it and regret it. Man, you just made up that saying right now. <laughs> you know, I, I, stumbled upon, I stumbled on that saying because I was like, I got to make sure I got to nail this landing. <laughs> you just remixed it's better to have uh, loved and lost than to never to have loved at all. I know, I know what the original one you were basing it off of, Mike. It's better. It's better to uh, it's better to ask forgiveness than ask permission or something like that. <laughs> uh, that Mike, your old black man character need better like quotes. Like, oh no, I got. Hey, look, my quotes are banging, yo. Like, uh, do daddling on the do daddle. That's one of my go to. <laughs> what is that? What is that? Huh? <laughs> what does that mean? You know, when you're over here, do daddle on the do daddle, it, it explains a lot. <laughs> like, if someone just sit there and doing shit, you're like, man, what you the do daddle on the do daddle? <laughs> just walk the fuck away. <laughs> that's the key. Walk away before they get asked follow ups. <laughs> that's, that's all you got to do, man. <laughs> Mike, what you doing, man? I'm over here, do daddle on the do daddle. <laughs> Oh you my know, um, you know, I call it Coach Alex. Uh, y'all know her as Bartender Alex. It just depends. I'm gonna get her on the podcast one day, but I always hit her when, when she when I'm in her class and she be like spreading excess. I mean, you gotta be doing all this jumping and carrying on. So she be, <laughs> <laughs> all this oh, is it's gonna be any running and carrying on. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna make sure you can do none of that jumping and carrying on. Like, yeah, all that all that carrying on going on. Like, it's just little stuff. Just little. I've been wait. Working. Alex is in your gym. Yeah, she's my coach. Oh, that explains why she's so much stronger than you. Well, I wouldn't say stronger than you. I, would also, I also wouldn't go as far as to say that to her face because she's violent. Oh, no. I told her she's the strongest woman I know. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, very she, proud she, of it. I've, and, I worked, and, I, and I've actually worked out with her several times outside of the gym. And she, she's weak sauce, so she won't, she won't hear this part. I won't edit. I won't edit that clip into something that's going to cause controversy she's weak sauce however <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I lift with her like she's strong you know she's strong but i mean i'm like girl get out the way Psh, trash <laughs> she over here do that on the do that <laughs> 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 yeah 
like it just fits. Like you ever, you ever, you ever like be talking about something and you can't get the words together. Do 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 that on the do that. <laughs> I mean, I usually just stop and think and see if I can figure out what I want to say. But nah, I like yo. your strategy. Yeah, sometimes I don't even do the full do that on the do that. Sometimes it's just a whole bunch of do dadling. <laughs> Just doing a little doodadling, walk That's away. It. Just a little doodadling. Yeah. Sometimes it gets me out of conversations. I ain't want to be in the first place. Let's say we're talking about something. And like, man, what you doing, man? I'm over here doodadling. What the hell are you talking about? I know, right? I got to go. <laughs> it's a good strategy. It's a good strategy. Yeah, I got that. Um, I tell my kids before they go to school, hey, um, have a good day at school. Um, make sure you learn something. I don't care what you learn as long as you learn it. Takes the pressure off. Cause what if you don't learn shit at school, but you learned that you learned that you don't like chocolate milk? Well, you learned something. <laughs> <laughs> you learned something. <laughs> so did you ever get uh, what you learned at school today? Hit them with the what you learned at school today, and they say nothing. Yeah, I was like, so for the whole eight hours, you just didn't learn nothing. <laughs> but that's but that's because because I know as a kid, I didn't learn shit in school. Like I'm like. I didn't learn anything because I wasn't paying attention. But if I if, think about if your parents told you, I don't care what you learned as long as you learn it. And then I say, hey, what did you learn today? And you come off with some shit like, yo, I learned that the lunch table tray hurts when you hit somebody with it or you get hit with the tray. Well, you learned something. <laughs> you mad at that. You took something home with you. Just setting the bar super low for your kids. Every parent's dream. <laughs> Hey, why would I? Why would I put the pressure that was put on me on my children? They don't need my son A B on the road. My daughter A B on the road. Exceptional kids. You know, my daughter's at the other end of the bench. I got up and walked to the other end of the, to the, the the winning team's um bleachers because it looked like it was a party over there and there was no party going over Woodbridge. It was a lot of fussing the carrying on. See how mm. carrying on fit in? See what I'm saying? All that fussing the carrying on. I ain't got time for that. So I do dabbled over there to the other side. And do some do that. I, I was on the I was on the honor roll, but technically they shouldn't have given it to me. But they kind of gave it to me because I was I was almost on the honor roll every time yeah. because I would always have a, a C in behavior. It was all A's and B's, and just one C in behavior. Andrew, did you have a did you, did you have an attitude problem growing up? Nah. So it it, it was one of those. Uh, I, I promise you, I'm not saying this to brag. I was just smarter than everyone. So I would finish early and I'd be bored. So I just start talking. I couldn't shut the hell up because I was done early. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm be honest with you. I, I can I can see that. I'm gonna move my camera this way now. I just did it. Did, did, uh, did you ever know somebody who did uh, what is it, gifted and talented, like in like middle school or high school? Yeah, that's my son actually. My son, he gets okay. um, he has ADHD, so he's really smart. Mm. Uh, he's really like he's not like gift like he's I'm, I'm he he's not he's smart but he also like he has like confidence issues but once he get it he locked in and once mm. he's locked in if it's boring him he's done so, so yeah, like he, he needs fidgets and stuff like like every like all the gizmo the gadgets and gadgets and gizmos that they give kids now to concentrate at school and learn the things I didn't have, like, I'm pretty sure I had ADHD. I, I guarantee you, I was bored as fuck, and I couldn't read, <laughs> and I couldn't focus. And my mama told me, you ain't got, that ain't nothing wrong with that boy. <laughs> Just got to beat him. 
And it's got to beat them. And lo and behold, I had a had a disorder. And I get you know, pass the shit down to my to my son. And my son, like, ah, because like he plays his hair, like, ah, like that's a lot of ah. And you know, there wasn't a chance that you were just too smart and bored. No, man, just. <laughs> I'll be honest. When I got in trouble, and the mm. teacher offered that up as the reason, man, she literally saved my ass because my mom was about to beat the hell out of me that night. <laughs> and I was like, "Nah, nah, he's smart." And then he finishes early, and then is bored. The crazy thing is, I got that same excuse, and I still got my ass whooped. <laughs> Find something else to do. Was the reason I was told. Yeah. I have something else to do. Like, what the hell am I gonna do? I can't can't scribble scrabble on paper because then if I scribble scrabble on paper, then waste the paper. Then guess what? Waste the paper. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I'm saying? Now I'm off doing some other tasks I'm not supposed to be doing. Get in trouble. So what you want me to do? Do that? I mean, but here's the thing, right? Those advanced classes sometimes aren't advanced at all, which is what I found out. Because yeah. uh, I, I was uh, I, at that point by middle school, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm not I don't like school uh, and I'm doing bad at school. Uh, but I was like a math wizard. Like math was just like it just made sense. It was super easy for me. Mm-hmm. And I was bragging like, oh, yeah, I'm in GT math to this other kid. He is like, yeah, I'm on chapter 13. And he's like, we're on chapter 13. And I'm like, what? And I was like, yeah, our homework tonight is to do uh, uh, all the even numbered questions. One through 20. And I'm like, that's the same assignment I got, but I'm doing one through 70. Like, they just gave us more work. You learn the exact same speed, but they just made you work more. And I told my teacher that, and he said, yeah, that's how it is. And I go, I'm not doing homework anymore. (laughs) I just told him to his face, and I didn't. I refused because I was like, I know how to do all the questions and answer them quickly. So why am I doing all this homework for why am I in a why am I in a rush? Right? They're punishing me for being smart. It felt like, oh, you too smart. So we'll just give you extra work. And then he said you wouldn't show your work on tests. And I was like, but I finished first. So how I can't cheat if I if I'm the first one to finish. Yeah. He's like, um, oh, so this is what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he was a nice guy because he was like, all right, yeah, he is smart. So what he did is like, look, you didn't do no homework. You're gonna get a, you're gonna get a C, but I'll give you some big project that's kind of fun to do, and that'll bump you up to a B. And I did the project, got bumped up to a B, but I didn't have to do any homework, so I win at the end. Well, did you did you really win, Angel? <laughs> I mean, I I saw my family. I wasn't going to college, so who am I working so hard for? You know. Well, Angel, that sounds like a terrible plan. Now that we now that we. <laughs> It, and guess what? Mm. It turned out that I'm perfectly pretty bad. Pretty bad. I'm pretty bad, but it's okay. You know? <laughs> All that matters is that I'm happy now. <laughs> That's right. You know, some of the smartest kids that I was in school with um aren't doing too well right now. Um <laughs> All of you people that was in AP that was in AP with an AP on a roll and all, mm-hmm. all that stuff, all, all those. No, huh. I see you on Facebook. We see you. <laughs> it's actually kind of the opposite for me. They're all, they all, they're pretty successful. <laughs> all the good students that I knew. <laughs> Not successful like they're rich and balling, but like they ain't struggling. Yeah. They're, they don't know what hardships are. 
the pandemic, Andrew, they were fine during the pandemic. Those people. But Andrew, you but you set the bar, Andrew. You um, <laughs> you you went to, God damn it, I was about to, God got me. God, <laughs> God got me. He knew I was about to say some slick. You just came back from Europe, Angel. Everybody may not may, may not went to Europe. Oh, you know what? But they also don't have a fifteen thousand dollar bill that's just sitting there waiting for them. Well, I mean, they might they might actually make about fifteen thousand. So that, I mean, there's 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 things, Angel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's my things. life is pretty good despite all the consequences for living the life that I choose. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Angel. I mean, I want to look at it like that. I'll look at it as you know. You're doing God's work, you know. <laughs> you're just trying to be. You're just trying to force positivity into my life. <laughs> I kind of did. I kind of did. I'm kinda doing did. God's work, telling dirty jokes to strangers. <laughs> you're kind of doing God's work right now, you know. You're doing the Lord's work. I, I will say this: I am happier than anyone I know because I get to do exactly what I want to do. So yeah, I don't got money. Uh, and I don't have nice things, but my my life is pretty cool. It just I got to work so. with Kevin Nealon. Uh, my brother, uh, my brother just whispered, "Man, you got tons of nice things." Yeah, I I just spend my money very specifically. So like, I don't got I don't got like nice clothes, but I got a seventy five inch big screen TV. Two of them. Not wow. I didn't buy both of them. One is for my brother. One is mine. You know? Sounds like a humble brag to me. I mean, no, nah, but that, but I don't have anything else. <laughs> I only got the big TV. Like I got the new Xbox, David. You gotta shut up. <laughs> Stop correcting me. All right, all right, yeah, David. Nobody values these video games behind me. All right, that's just we value it. We value it. Angel's like, hey, David. Unless you want to be on this podcast, shut your ass up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He's a backseat podcaster. He's like, he better have enough of this. Mm-hmm. I'm up here trying to so uh I'm, I'm listening to Angel, but I'm also I um uh I can't get into specifics because there's a, a underhanded plan that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But uh, essentially what happened is I locked out my other phone and um <laughs> and uh buddy. Uh, the other the special phone. Yeah, I may or may not have to go to the AT and T store. Oh man, come on. Oh, let me know. We'll get back to that later. Um, so uh, real quick, um, uh, we're at 30, we're at 30 minutes, 30 minutes here. And I just wanted to um I ain't seen my man Andrew in a while. Um, next episode, I might do a twofer because tomorrow, um, well, t- later today, I'll be recording with the fantastic Elizabeth Booker Houston. Oh, I know her. Yeah, so uh I might I'm gonna drop that episode next week. I'm recording with her tomorrow. However, I wanted to touch on what me and um, Angel did this weekend, which I'm getting. I did a circle back, Angel. Mm-hmm. Angel I circle back to everybody that uh, came to the seminar. We got come with a, a, a name. I, I'm noticing there's a certain comic. Um, we don't know her. She's kind of new, but she's doing a seminar now. Talking about <laughs> her, um, did you see it? Did you ever see it? I did not see it. Somebody's doing a seminar. Like, yeah, if you want to get into comedy. That's interesting. And then you too can go and um, <laughs> um, you too can come to my seminar and I'll tell you all about it. Mm. 
And um, you should send me a link to this so I can see it because I'm curious as to who we're talking about. Yeah, I, I got a. I, I I saw it. I I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. When I saw it, I laughed and I kept going. I, mm. I don't like to put people down. Yeah, but, but but behind closed doors, my man, look at this shirt here. Would you believe this shirt? But yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it's no. I mean, it ain't, it ain't you know, it ain't nothing. Nigga, that's gonna do. That's gonna mess with what we got going on. But we did a, a seminar, man. It was kind of um, uh, it was kind of uh, 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 something that I randomly thought about, and I drag and whatever I think of something, I always drag Angel into it. And um, what are your thoughts, Angel? Um, well, what's crazy about it? I had this exact same idea. That's why I was prepared. Like we did this very last minute. It just kind of like, yo, we got an opening. Let's do it on this day. Uh, and I was surprised how many people came out that last minute. And uh, it was it was an idea that I had for a long time to the point where when you told me about it, I thought we had talked about it. And that's why you're like, oh, let's execute on this idea that that we both had. <laughs> And then turns out, nah, we just randomly came to the same conclusion. So it was a, it was a learning how to be a host and how to get booked at comedy clubs. Uh, I learned some stuff too. Uh, uh, it was fun because me and Mike don't see eye to eye on a hundred percent of it, but that's the great thing about comedy is that there's no right way to do it. Yeah. Right. There's, there's best no practices. That's why I say DMV yeah. best practices. There's best practices, but you can do it any other way. Yeah, there's a, there's a right way. There's no right way or wrong way. Just the way that I tell you to do it or don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> or don't talk to me. There was a lot of the points where uh, I'm going through my notes uh, of like, oh yeah, we, we got to discuss this and that. And you were hitting them before I even brought it up, just naturally, because it's like, oh, this is where I was going to go with the conversation anyway. So we were, we were, it was kind of weird that we were so in sync on what we found to be very important in these conversations. And that, uh, yeah, it was, it was like, <laughs> but it was uh, like accidental because you didn't know what I was going to bring. I told you five minutes before we stepped out there. <laughs> and I was like, all right, these are the topics I'm going to hit. And then I'm uh, all the book and stuff. You you know you handle that, and uh, yeah, it was it was dope. It was a great. People were very appreciative. People kept sending me thank yous. Uh, I wish those thank yous were Venmo hits, but you know I understand. Uh, you know I have, a, I have a I have a pretty solid job, so I'm not too. Yeah yeah you do. <laughs> you do. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of text messages, and I, like I said, I'll circle back. I call them my ba my babies. I got cool with other name, but at the moment, I like my babies. And um, and oh my god, why did I do that? And um, I think in in like to your point, yeah, there was a lot of things that I I didn't agree on. Uh, I think um, in these classes or seminars or things of nature, you got to work with somebody that both mutually respect one another. Um, on the do daddle. And that um, <laughs> mutual respect, everyone. Because I mean, because sometimes I've been in, I've I've been in a couple of these before, where uh, you can like you have your point of view, and then someone else has their point of view, but then sometimes at some point it becomes a pissing contest. It becomes a you have a uh, you have a point, but I'm gonna try to up your point, and it's like. No, there's some things that you said that like I know nothing about dark humor. 
I know nothing about it. That's your bad, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's the same time, you know, I my counterpoint is um um like I told them and and it, uh you know like comedy is subjective, you know. So I mean, but I don't like doesn't mean necessarily that you can't get booked, you know. And um and it's something we'll talk about the next seminar too, but it's just something that um that I didn't mention is um a lot of times bookers like to book to their taste and not to the audience. And if you know anything about me, most of my business advice comes from Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Like real shit. So I remember one time it was doing the Ultimate Warriors uh uh self-destruction DVD before he became cool again. And uh, he said something about the it was a time when the Ultimate Warrior had uh had left he had, like it was SummerSlam, it was like the match from heaven and the match from hell or some shit like that. It was like uh Sardis Slaughter, um was Sardislaw mean all no it was Sardis Slaughter Iron Sheik and Airline died Casey or something like that, but it was some other guy who had plantar fasciitis, he just died too. And um mm-hmm. against Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior. And um the warrior just had to hold up the WWE for um uh, like 15 or 10 grand, whatever. And um he basically held him up. Vince said he'll give him his money, but as soon as he gave him the money, he did he got him in the ring. They wrestled when he came back to the curtain. Um, he basically fired him as soon as he came to the curtain, like, hey, thank you for doing the job. You're fired, right? <laughs> but You're then, fired. You're fired, buddy. You're a piece of shit, right? And then immediately, like right around WrestleMania, he came back. And everybody was like, I can't believe you brought him back. After you know he held you up, he said, "My responsibility, if there's an appetite for this particular act, my responsibility is to the audience, not to the not to the um not to me, you know, not to the company. My responsibility is to put butts in the seat and make the audience happy. And I take that advice if I flip it as a comedy booker or a comedy producer. My responsibility is not to me. Like what I think is funny, um, which isn't a lot." By the way, I don't watch a lot of, I don't watch a lot of stand-up. Keep it a buck. I don't watch a lot of stand-up. I have people that I like, like I like, like I like, oh man, I like David. Like I'm not studying comedy. You know, so every time I study comedy, I see something that sounds similar to me and I'm like, ah oh, fuck, I can't do that. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not watching it. <laughs> but I watch like Deion Cole and I'll watch like once. Anyway, I said to say that. So my thing is, is if it, I don't like dark humor, but that I can't say I don't like dark humor, and then you send me a tape, and the audience laugh. That means I can't. I got. I got to book you because you're funny. Because the, the objective is to be funny. Is that about what I what I like in comedy? That's why it always disturbs me or it always confuses me when men always say female comics are funny, because like like I said in the seminar, like well, their comedy is it for men <laughs> it's for women you know so why would why would you find period jokes funny if you never had a period you know what i'm saying i could i could talk about how how it feels to be a man with a woman who who's on her menstrual cycle but to be the woman who has a menstrual cycle <laughs> telling jokes about how it is yeah. yeah it's a different perspective it's like when i did my comedy album when i did my first comedy uh this one behind me right here <laughs> Is lifetimes oh might be, the three openers was Michelle sometimes, um, Glow Butler and Adela Banks. What they all have in common? They're all women. You know what they can't talk about? 
being a married man with, with, with a daughter. Can't do it. It's impossible. So they could talk about all the womanly stuff they want because my perspective was going to be totally different when I did my taping, when I when I got on stage. So it's it's those things. Like if you're not going to book with that with the with the idea of booking to please your audience, then what are you booking for? What are you? That's that's real gatekeeping right there. You know. So I don't know what the hell was talking about, Angel. <laughs> well, we were we were talking about like the different perspective and like dark comedy and stuff like that. Like I clearly, I love dark comedy. I have a show that's entirely based on dark comedy, but I am aware that that limits who would want to go to my show, and yeah. I'm okay with that, right? I'm trying. What I'm trying to find out is this: is there an audience for that in DC? Well, no one made the show. So I made the show to be like, all right, we are we are punching down. We are saying the things that other comics will say crazy jokes that we only tell each other, but we never bring it to the stage because the audience sometimes just isn't willing to to give us the benefit of the doubt that is just a joke. Well, yeah. And um and they should because it's, yeah, it's not their job. Yeah, their job. They're, they're, they're there to be entertained. And you know what's funny about that show? It's probably one of the funniest shows that's going on right now, and it's still climbing if you if you really think about it. Because you have some repeat customers and stuff like that. Every time, there's always you always, I always see the numbers tick up by one or two or three, but it's still ticking up. So there's an audience, there's an audience for every. That's what makes comedy great, because there's so many different genres of comedy. But I think what I get mad about with comedians per se is this comedy policing that's happening that you know say hey guys stop telling these type of jokes and it's like okay but you're a comedian right so <laughs> i'll stop telling these type of jokes will you stop telling these type of jokes right like yeah. you wouldn't want me to tell you what the two i remember one time i was on a joke and i did i was talking about being at a, a nail salon i was getting a pedicure and i did the pedicure like voice right and the comment walked up to me. I'm not going to mention her name, but she was like, "Don't do the Korean. Don't do the the voice like the Del Salon was Korean." I'm like, but she was Korean. <laughs> like that. Don't do that. I'm like, why? Because it's not funny. I'm like, why is it not funny? It's because you're being racist. I'm like, how can I be racist? I'm black. It's it's very weird. <laughs> like I'm not. You know, I'm, it's not like I was being. She, she was saying I was. I was. I was. I was in, imitating her to be racist. I was imitating her because I was repeating what I heard <laughs> heard her say, but it's that type of stuff because <clears throat> um, we've seen other comedians do the, the voice, do different voices, and no one bats an eye. But yeah. like, to, but to walk up to me and just, you know, be like, oh, you should do that because it's that funny. And it's like, really? <laughs> this is what we're doing right now? Because clearly, clearly people laughed. Whites and blacks laughed. Even the Korean person laughed. Because the base is. I don't, I don't like, I, you, people need to, we need to stop doing this policing of jokes if you're a comedian because we already got enough battles to fight. We got people with cookouts say they're, they're funnier than us. <laughs> you know, that that's one of the things when I was first starting. You know, a lot of times when you start in comedy, you start off with a class of newbies who don't know what they're doing. And yeah. coming up together, you kind of like form this tight bond. I didn't have that. I started off with all veterans. So I was always the worst comic in the room. Yeah. And Still despite, is. huh? No, I said. 
<laughs> I know you enough to fill in the blank. <laughs> um, but even then, when I was first starting and I was always nervous and scared about performing, for some reason, I had zero problem telling comics, no, you cannot tell me what to say. This is the reason I'm doing this is so that I can say what I want to say. Yeah. Now, I'm also aware that there's something called an audience. So I do have clean jokes and jokes that don't offend because I want you to have a good time. But there is a time and place where I could do my jokes that I prefer. And there's a time and place where I was like, all right, how about you back off a little bit and talk about different stuff? But yeah, I was always, I had same thing. It was always, it was always the, it was always a girl who was always telling me what not to say. And, but you know what ended up, you know what ends up happening? Because I always say, I can't think in the idiotic way that they think. Yeah. And it always made me come up with a stronger punchline in the moment when they were trying to correct me. So they actually were helping me in the moment. I hated them. But then afterwards, I was like, actually, they made my joke like 30% better because I would have never thought to say X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um, real fast. I got a bunch of new followers and they all came from the seminar. I'm like, who the, f who is this? This is weird. <laughs> this is weird. Really, yeah, really. that was the thing about the seminar is uh we apparently reached a bunch of people who like i mean i knew some of them because i run an open mic and it's a like it's a real open mic like anybody can sign up so i yeah. get the, the newest of the new comics but some people i was like i have no idea who you are and it, it kind of makes me nervous because i always try to be out there and like know all the comics who are like just starting out or coming up and when i don't i'm like am i Am I falling off? And I was like, nah, I'm just busy. <laughs> I'm just getting busier. Just just imagine me walking around the, these DC streets, these DC comedy streets, and no one knows who I am. I'm just like, great. I remember one time I went back to my, I'm not going to mention the room, but I went back to the room. Um, actually, I don't care. I went back to shenanigans. I said it. I went to shenanigans. And <laughs> and dude was like, oh, hey, I mean, if you want some time, sign up. And I just kind of like looked at him. I'm like, then you know I am. But I, I'm not signing up. And I just walked. <laughs> 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 this room is here because of me. What are you doing? I, I yeah. <laughs> who do you know who I am? Oh, that's what I've got to do. I've got to tell them about the, you got to do your comedy research. Some things are just old school. But um, yeah, like you got to do your comedy research. Know who you're talking to. I remember one time I told Clay Miles, and I was like year one. I tried to throw him a note. He was like doing comedy seven years. Clearly, mistakes are made, but lessons were learned. Like, hey man, how long you been doing comedy? And he was like, uh, and I, I was like, yeah, because you got to do this, this, this. I was only doing like for six months. You got to do this, this, this. He was like, huh, really? He was like, yeah, because you don't. Woo, woo, woo. And then, I, and then, like he went on stage, murdered, crushed. You know what I'm saying? And then I was like, how long you been doing comedy? He was like seven years. Like. Mm. <laughs> Uh, at my open mic, someone was uh, uh, clearly did not know who Jamal Russell was. <laughs> it was like, hey, man, you could just put your name down here. Like, because normally if you know the person, you go like, oh, yeah, I got you. I'll put you down, Jamal. He had no idea who Jamal was. He's like featuring at the improv and headlining here and there. And it's like, nope, nobody. He's like, he's out of he's out of the, the new comedy game. So they had no idea who he was. And I was just like, I didn't imagine I made no eye contact because I didn't I didn't want to laugh. But I knew he was like, what the hell? How does he not know who I am? Yeah, you don't go to open mics, bro. <laughs> and, and why and why should he? Exactly. <laughs> and why should he? I, I'm 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 old school in that. I like 
I like just going in and testing out super raw material and I don't I don't like to use my uh my showcase people as test dummies, but I get it though. I don't <laughs> I just um but yeah, I think I think the seminar was good. I think uh I learned some because it it wasn't one of those things that um I think for me, and I'm I'm a I'm a uh, say reason I want to do it. There's a lot of people who want to charge like big money, right? To uh to give out some of this stuff. And uh secret is comedy comedy is too fluid. You know, like the the like what what we gave, there's some stuff that's gonna stick, right? But in a year or two, everything we talked about is gonna be completely irrelevant. When I came up, everything was signed up on site. And you may or may not have gotten on, and you got bumped, and you had to sit there and and, and deal with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and because you didn't, you already paid for parking. You basically like, yep, I guess I'm just gonna sit here and watch the show. Yeah, you know, not everything is signed up on site via your laptop. You know, <laughs> so you can quietly get rejected for the privacy of your own home, and then mm-hmm. you plan out your day of what you're gonna do. You be like, oh, I ain't getting no mics. I guess I could go ahead and drink at the bar this weekend. You know, some of that. So. Like the lessons that I teach, like the thing, if I say, hey, yeah, you know, X, Y, Z, like that's completely irrelevant now. But stuff like, hey, there's there's value in showing up. There's <laughs> there's, you know, when you do this, you do that. You know, I don't want to give out too many things I said, but if just if you do these things here, this is going to happen to Quay. Oh, also remember, you could do X, Y, and Z. You know, those things aren't going to go anywhere in no time soon. Yeah. And, um, that's the main thing. And people pay. What we gave probably was probably worth. They'll probably try to break that down in like four classes, seventy five dollars a class. I just want people to understand that what we did um, would probably be broken down in four classes <laughs> by somebody else, and you will be charging. Then they'll charge like seventy five dollars a class, and that's how they're going to eat off of telling you something that I gave that we gave you for maybe a, a rum and coke and five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why when I when I wrote that post you know, telling people what it was. I wanted to be very clear on what it was because I didn't want people showing up like, how do you do stand-up? I was like, that's not what we're doing here. <laughs> this is this is for specifically uh, hosting and how to get booked. That is what we are trying to give uh, the people, not uh, how to tell a joke or this is joke structure. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you that because I don't know your voice. The secret to joke structure like the, 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 the like even like joke structure right like joke structure is um premise setup punch everybody knows that three, three mm-hmm. premise setup punch that's it psp right <laughs> uh but how you get to that how do you how do you use that formula you know is is all indicative of what your voice is in comedy you know just like when we grew up we had to you know take two divided by two carry to one but now they got like common core. I'm like, nigga, I don't know what the fuck common core is. <laughs> <laughs> I had to like, no, all you gotta do is do this, this, this. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then yeah. by the time, and then by the time my kids go to school, had kids to go to school, it's gonna be some other way to do math. So, like, but the, but the answer is still the same. It's just a mm-hmm. different way to do it. And the same thing when it comes to comedy, like it's still a premise set up punch, but your voice is going to dictate the. Uh, the joke and how it's going to come out and stuff like that. So there's really no answer in how to, I can't tell you how to write a joke. What I can tell you is that you want to audio and video 
so you could you could hear so you can hear the mistakes and fill in the, and you can see the voids. Ah, another one of those things that I came up with on the fly. Like I said <laughs> in the class, because Angel, like, you took Angel was like, you take notes, you get what you got. I was like, I ain't got nothing, I'm gonna wing it. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, which again shows who's the good student and who's the bad student. <laughs> Angel was like, Yeah, we'll go to so what you think about what I wrote? What, what you think what I said? Because Angel sent me his whole lesson plan. And I replied back, looks good to me. <laughs> never, read, <laughs> never read it. <laughs> never read it. Mm-hmm. But then again, you do have uh, how much? Like almost four times more experience than me. <laughs> so uh, you you kind of been around the block. So it, it, I understand you don't really have to you know show your work. <laughs> anyway, it's like me in math know? class. I didn't have to show my work. I, I finished the test faster than everyone. <laughs> Angel was like, did you see? Like, yeah, man, it all looks good to me. Everything. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was a, uh, yeah, I kept getting random, like, yo, thank you. Like, that, I learned a lot. I told other people that you're going to do it again. Uh, October 12th, that is the next one. Uh, I'm making the social media post tomorrow. That October 12th is when we're doing it at the DC Comedy Loft on Thursday at 8 p.m. So if you missed it the first time, it's okay. We were, it was, everything was very last minute. So uh, I, I expect to see more people than, than the last time. And we will give you the, the keys to the comedy city. Yeah. Um, and, then, and, like, and to be more specific, we're going to teach you exactly what a host is and what the host responsibility is and, and the job of the host. And Angel's going to tell you all that. And then I'm going to tell you um, why none of that matters. <laughs> Andrew had a really long list on hosting, and I was like, "None of that matters," because all I want is this. <laughs> but it made sense, though. Everybody's like, "Oh," because once, because again, um, and it's not me, this Andrew, but I, I think for me, it was so much pressure. Every comment wants to go up there and wants to do a great job. But you do, but you you do even a better job once you understand the structure and what each position brings to a show. Not an open mic, not an open mic. I'm just talking about a regular a show, like a you know, I, hey, three to four man show. Yeah, three man, three man, three women, two men, one woman, two women, one man. Well, women. I would say man as in the global humanity, like that, not literally. Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm covering all my bases. Three gays, one straight. Two gays, one straight. <laughs> one straight two gays. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you, once you understand the structure of a show and what each position is supposed to do and what it brings, and if you do a good, like once you, once I learned that, and it took me a while to learn that because for a while, I'm like, man, that ain't true. But then when I started seeing the end results of taking that pressure off, then it's like I can really have fun because. If I had a really good set, it was like boom. And if it was like, oh, they did this, so I still did my job. You know, we could all crush. Crushing is one thing, but there's only one particular, there's only like one or two people that's really that really need to crush. All you gotta do is rock the boat and don't let it sink. And that's the best thing about me. That's the best thing about me at all of my jobs. Because the last thing you want me to do is figure out how the job really go. Because mm. then I start shamming. And then <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about that. 
Hey man, when I was in the army, I was uh I got to E4. They call it the sham shield. And all that means is you've been in long enough to know where all the bodies are buried. You know how to oh, we getting ready to do a detail. Let me get the fuck up out of here for the <laughs> volunteer or volunteer. Hey man, you trying to go and do this, knock this out? Let's go. And you just go with your buddies and you just play around a little bit. You already know what to do. Knock it out. Boom. Now we're gonna go hot. Out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> or just one of them tasks where it was like, oh, we could hurry up and do this, or we could stretch this task. We could stretch this task out uh, like for 30 minutes. It's not gonna be <laughs> why would we rush. You know what happens when you rush? <laughs> Another task. Or, <laughs> or we could stretch this task out for like 30 minutes and then go to what you call. We might be able to stretch this task out all the way up to lunchtime. You know what that that actually revealed how one of my favorite uh, comedians wrote one of his jokes because he's also was in the military and uh, he said he was working with Mexicans and the Mexicans, the, the exact number you use, he said they put up a roof in 30 minutes. I'm like, what are you doing? They're just going to give us another roof. <laughs> <laughs> That's earthquake, by the way, from D.C. Oh, my God. See what I'm saying? That's why I don't watch specials, man. I was just talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but the lingo must have come from his military background. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's so awesome. that's probably where he was like, oh, this would be funny <laughs> to say. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just one of those things, man. So, I mean, once you know once you know the job, you pretty much can skate through. And then there's other things because I had to I, I give out wisdom to people I fuck with. So, like, I had to give some wisdom out to another comic. Uh, about hosting and why it's time to go to um to the next level and things of that nature. But Andrew, it's 57 minutes and 40 seconds. It's I love minutes. how you always do a time check like a like an old school radio show. <laughs> well no, because it shows right here on the uh, on the ticker. I don't know if you see the ticker. You see the ticker. Yeah I do I see the ticker. I see the ticker yo um yeah so and then I so yeah so it's a good class and um, I don't want to call it class. Class means seminar. it's a seminar. Yeah, <laughs> I like seminar. Seminar sounds different. Sounds like uh, I'm not infringing on another club's class. Yeah, <laughs> that that I, you know what? Again, we didn't even talk about naming it. I just remember writing down class and being like, that feels weird. So yeah. I was like, seminar. Seminar sounds. Yeah. The seminar good is that it doesn't sound like class. The bad is seminar also sometimes has a bad reputation. <laughs> yeah, I think it sounds like we're going to sell you insurance at the end. No, we don't sell you anything. We're just giving you information. Yeah, we're just giving information, and, and I think the cool part. Is, and like I said, for me, I'm I'm I've always I came up I came up in an era where a lot of um, veterans were trying to always capitalize on younger comics because younger comics always thirsty for knowledge and. Um, I just feel like when you do good, you don't have to uh good always comes back to you. You know, if you do right by people, it always comes back to you. That's why, you know, I book the way that I book. <laughs> I look out the way that I look out because at the end of the day, if you do right by people and you do good by people, it don't matter where you at, it always comes back. Like I'm 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 blessed to be in a position, no matter how hard it is to be. And trust me, it's very hard, specifically at this moment, to be in the position that I'm in right now. <laughs> but you know, just in in three days, I hung out with Jasmine, uh, Tracy Stack, Trace Stacks from the pod, Stacks of Podcast, which I never listened to, never heard of. 
but um has a following one of my friends is supposed to come but she got stuck in atlanta and alex thomas who i've seen in every black movie so many black movies i could not tell you which black movie he was in mm-hmm. that's how many black movies he was in and then this week i'm going to see i'm gonna I'm hang out with Atheon crockett and that's all because of the, the, the particular position and listen to me it's a very hard position not by me it's a very my job is very difficult believe me it's very difficult not by me um (laughs) hang out with Atheon Crockett yeah so yeah and and then on top of that I get to do all that and at any point in time I can host for anybody I want to host for I say all that to say that um you do good by people. Good things happen. It it costs me nothing. It costs Angel nothing to to share something that I've learned or that you that Angel has learned. Because at the end of the day, um, I could sell you. We could sell you this, and then it, it could all be wrong, and you could look at us and be like, "These niggas don't know what they're talking about," or we get like seventeen new Instagram followers because we were sharing stuff that, hey. Um, I mean, this doesn't sound like it's useful. Oh, this sounds useful. This doesn't sound useful. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm back from the bathroom. Oh, shit. He dropped a nugget. He didn't drop a nugget. This, this is her. So it's, a, it's like, the, like when you, when you take the class part out, you take the monetary stuff out, and it's just like, hey, this is all I know. You could take it or leave it. I don't care. <laughs> if you feel like it's useful, drop, a, drop five. If you don't, care your ass. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> It's one of those things where my my entire survival in the comedy community is based on just people helping me out. And uh, I've just been living off of that the whole time. And Mike doesn't care because he don't need y'all. Hey, listen. I do. I need y'all. Listen to me. I don't care. (laughs) Absolutely. I I don't want to be I don't be blurred out. I don't care. Actually, you're only blurred out when you sit back. When you actually sit up close, you, you look super sharp and clear on the camera. Listen to me. If you think I care, I don't. Mm-hmm. I play a I play a I play a nice guy on TV. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not nice at all. Ask Angel. Ask David. He's super nice. Yeah, he's a he's, a, he's actually a super super duper nice guy. He's a complete yeah. sweetheart. But he just acts grumpy, and sometimes he is. But for the most part, it's just his character. He's harmless. You know, like I'm a nice guy and I hang out with Mike all the time. I wouldn't hang out with a grumpy dude all the time. He's hilarious. I like grumpy dudes. That's my entire, all the guys in my family are grumpy. I'm a meanie. I'm a meanie. He's a meanie who's helping out the entire community for free. If I don't have my insulin. <laughs> you don't even take insulin. <laughs> if I don't have it, <laughs> uh, yeah. But October twelfth is the next one. That's gonna be. It's gonna be another fun one. Uh, hopefully, it fills out and everyone comes through. Uh, all we ask is you, you just buy one item, and uh, if you if you found it helpful, you know, drop us a few coins. And uh, and there's a and a afterwards so that you can ask any follow-ups or anything that you might not have understand understood. 
uh, yeah, but it was it was a good time. And if you're lucky, and I unlock my SIM pen, my SIM card, I might give up my phone number. Mm. But I won't call you, and I won't pick up the phone. So don't text me. I don't want to be bothered. Because I don't care. He doesn't care? I don't care. Even though today I checked on all 10 to 11 people that came to the class, doesn't mean I like them. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't mean I care about their, their career or what they're doing. Maybe mm-hmm. I was bored at the nail salon. I was I was getting a pedicure. I was like, let me see what these niggas is doing. Nothing. Just nothing. practicing your Korean voice. Walk, I thought. Like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny about that person telling me that to do the Korean voice? She no longer does comedy. Yeah, all of them. Every single one who has corrected me, except for one, they all left comedy. Yeah, like so. What, what was you really doing? Mm-hmm. They, came call, they came in comedy for a cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah. As the white, as the white folks would say, you, you was only in here for a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Well, how fast was a cup of coffee? Don't text me. I don't like you. None of you. I, you know, I don't. Nah, it's, it's too big of a subject. But one day we got to talk about. Do you mind if people just come in just for fun? Because some people are doing comedy just for fun, and some people I are doing. It. As a career. Oh, you hate the just for fun people? I hate the just for fun people because those just for fun people always get booked. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if, you, if you review the just for fun people, if you, if you wrote a list of just for fun people, all of them have either been at the they've been to more venues than you, they've been booked more than you, they got more opportunities than you, and then they leave. And you're like, man, that could have been me. <laughs> just for laughs, did this, that, and the third. And then was like the the comedy community is toxic. I'm like, well, bitch, why did you why did you get all the opportunities if it's so toxic? How does that work? <sighs> Another guy, I just got bored with it. What you mean you got bored with it? You was really good at it. You you took up, especially when you like, especially when it's, it's like to the point where, um, it's the it's not just the just for fun people. It's those who come in and you can always tell too. Like the, um, one particular comment actually lasted longer. He's he's out here right now and he's getting it. But there's a there's always a subgroup of comedians who like jump into it and like really, really fast and then like nine months later they burn themselves out and then they, they don't they don't do it no more. And um and I remember there's one particular comic who said, Hey man, you don't understand, man. And like he only been doing comedy for like two or three weeks. He might have been like a couple of months in, whatever, and he still had the same little ten minute jokes, whatever. Which is and I'm not saying that to be like uh whatever. But he wasn't thinking about getting better as a comedian. He like, no, nah, I'm just trying to, you know, make a living. I, I, I gotta eat. And I'm like, nigga, you only have ten minutes. What are you? What, what are you? What, where are you taking these jokes? Where are you? Ta-? And then, like, maybe a year or two later, he wasn't doing comedy anymore. He was locked up. But when he got out of jail, <laughs> when he got out of jail, he had um <laughs> the same ten minutes. I think it's interesting to see people who come back and then do their same 10 minutes like 20 years later and how is like a relic. It's like, you know how your VCR? Like, no. We're all, <laughs> we're all digital now. We're all digital now. And my favorite was uh, there's a podcast who would take random questions from the internet and answer them. And one of them was, I just got out of jail. When does WCW Nitro start? <laughs> And I was like, yo. <laughs> like it, it's done. It started and it ended. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy's gonna get some bad news. That dude probably waited his. He probably waited ten years to get that to get to WCW Nitro. Is Goldberg still undefeated? <laughs> He's asking <laughs> questions like that. He's been waiting. My question is: Is Bret Hart ever going to defend that? Was <laughs> the Montreal Screwdriver job, or was it real? <laughs> was it a work? Yeah, I'm the opposite. I don't mind people who are just here just for fun. No, fuck them. If they want to have fun, go <laughs> go to karaoke. <laughs> well, because if 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 they're just doing it just for fun, and then they end up falling in love with it, that's great, right? Now we got a new comic. No, no, no. This ain't church. You're like, hey, come in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get the what? Oh, you're I'm doing it with no work. pressure. The way you give your kids no pressure. No, Isn't that? That's not no, no, fuck that. No, because no, fuck that. No, man. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Those same. I'm just having fun. Are the same people who tell you not to do the Korean joke and then they quit comedy. Get the fuck mm-hmm. out now. Mm-hmm. Take it up space. Mm-hmm. Like DC comedy scene is is cluttered up as it is. Get the fuck out. You want to do it for fun? Don't don't take up any. Do it for fun like this. Do spaghetti on the beach, but don't apply for any. No, no, real talk. Do spaghetti on the beach. Do all of the insulary jo- uh, 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 mics, right? Don't do none of the major ones. Don't try to go to 808. Don't try to go to Hot Bed. Don't try to go to Night. You see, I threw Nightcap in there like it was one of them. Don't try to go to Nightcap. <laughs> don't go to Captain Labs. Don't go to the improv. Don't do any of these things. Just do spaghetti. Like, do the ones that are just based over. Like, I just came out here just to run some jokes, drink some beer, hang out with my friends, and then leave. But that's the I I take that, but that's not what they do, man. That's not what they do. They get in it and then they're like, I'm still having fun. I guess I'll go ahead and do this. Then they take up all this space and then one day they just leave. Now, I don't know. I, I feel like the new class, maybe they're different, but it feels like the, those who are serious are serious. And those who are there just having fun, they're not going for the gold. Or, or check this out. Don't even get into the fucking Olympics. <laughs> Take your ass, get on the beach, sign up, wait, drink beer, get drunk, be like, you know what? I'm too I'm too drunk for this and then leave. I've had a couple of those <laughs> where somebody got too drunk and they're like, I'll come back next week. I'm like, hey, thank you for buying the beer. Yeah, exactly. Uh oh, the sleepy yeah. bug. Look at him. He's feeling it. I'm fighting, I'm fighting this. I'm fighting mm-hmm. this, yo. I'm fighting this, yo. At the end of the day, get the fuck out. Mike aside of your bullshit, not me. I'm like, hey, what's up? All right, have fun. Have a good time. I got time, man. Get the fuck out of here. And like, I really don't have the time now. So it's it like, I don't even want you to waste my time. <laughs> like before, I used to just be like, you know, I just carry, I carry on and everything. Now I'm just like, I don't have the time. Like if you, if you see like people, like I told the people in the seminar, like y'all are here, which means y'all really care about what you want to. So I, I rocks with y'all. Here is my number. However, comma. <laughs> However, comma. Like, there are people who make excuses, man. There's a lot of people who make excuses for everything, you know. And those are the ones that I do not have time for. The the it's everybody else's fault, people. Yeah, that I I definitely agree with. I do not, I can't stand those people. Yeah, I don't have time for the oh, I would man. Like, if you start telling me you about your day job. You've already lost me. Yep. Yep. Like, nigga, I got a day job. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, I was with my family. I, I have a day job and a family. What else you got? I don't want to hear none of this, yo. 
I don't want to hear none of this. <laughs> but yeah. if you're talking about right now, I don't I don't care. When you get calls three in the morning because <laughs> you active on Facebook, then we could talk. Yeah. But you don't. Oh, when you get asked to do a podcast at midnight, then we could talk. Hey, when you know that the person you asked to do the podcast with wakes up at noon <laughs> religiously. Yeah. You know he's gonna be up around one, so it's fine. <laughs> What'd you call it? What hours are they? Oh, they fuck. Hey, yo, we fucking hours. <laughs> hey, yo, you up? <laughs> we fucking you? You up? You trying to fuck? Uh, you know how many times I got messages like, "Why are you sending me this at four in the morning?" I was like, "Cause I was working on it at four in the morning." Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, that's that's yeah, yeah. but like, but. I mean, that's like giving you a video. It's different than being like, yo, you was active. When you start using words like you was active on Facebook, like, nigga, what was you waiting for? <laughs> like, how many friends do you have to get to before you get to me to see that my green light was on? Why is my green? Like, I don't talk. Like, I was confused. Like, I don't even talk to you. Why? Because <laughs> your, 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 your circle is in order of activity of people you talk to. How'd you get to me so fast? I don't talk to you. <laughs> you got to do some pretty heavy scrolling to get to me because I don't talk to you. That's weird. That's maybe strange. maybe everyone else was inactive and you were the only one. You were the only one. You ain't got nobody on the West Coast. <laughs> nobody traveling. No one went to Europe for 30 days and, and can't afford to come back home. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> nobody. Uh, Capri, if you're ever out there, that's why everyone asks, What's your favorite part? And I was like, Capri, a small island off of the coast of Italy. It was beautiful, it was awesome. You know, one thing about Angel and his brother David, mainly Angel, they didn't, them niggas didn't mind. They, you would think they would enjoy their trip, but he always found time for some begging. <laughs> Angel was like, Go fund me if you like yeah. this. What is fuel? This, this one was funded by. He's up here. I'm like, did this nigga just drop his Venmo? <laughs> I did. I did because I knew I should not be on this trip at all. So you know, okay. talking about Capri, there was a moment where my sister were on a private boat tour off the coast of Capri, and my sister goes, "This doesn't feel real." And I go, "I don't got a job. My brother don't got a job. You don't got a job." My mom don't got a job. This is not real. <laughs> we shouldn't be here. We are very irresponsible. <laughs> you know what I can have right here, Angel? Uh, <laughs> CDs? No, oh, these are DVDs. Oh, okay. DVDs of? Uh, uh, I don't know. Some movie bootlegs? Bootleg porn movies. Um <laughs> 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 why wait wait okay i have no idea where this is going i am very curious as to what point you're about to make how does me and capri with no money get to bootleg dvds all right what happened was i was i forgot i had these on the, I had these on the edge of the, I had these at the edge of my desk right so uh i was kind of the storage closet and there was a box of like i got old wrestling dvds too right uh, wait wait real quick uh so this was on the edge of your desk Mm-hmm. The desk where your kids sometimes come in and play with the stuff in your room. Yeah, no, they don't come in this room with us. Oh, okay, okay. Whew. 
Okay, okay, continue. That scared me. The first, the first disc they would see is black and tasty too. So. <laughs> So y'all thought I was lying. Not black and tasty too. Oh my god. Oh my god. So yeah, I went to um yeah, so I went to the into the box and I saw all the rest of the DVDs. I got recipe. I got the recipe of twenty and all that stuff. Every DVD because for a long, my ex fiance was sending me DVDs while I was in over when I was in Iraq. So every pay per view that came out, you know, back in the day, they dropped pay per view. And then they'll drop the DVD, so you go have the DVD, and then they, and she would just mail me the DVD. Anyway, also in said box <laughs> was a stack of porn, and um, <laughs> I remember. So I was I was one of the first people, even despite my poverty, I was hip to the whole uh, MP3 on a CD thing. Yeah. So I had like an MP3 CD player, so I would have like twelve albums on one CD and I still remember it was like cannabis discography that had a secret file that was hidden. <laughs> oh, DJ clue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also found all my old mixtape DJ clue. Where the hood at? Nice. Nice. Did you have a secret porn file on one of those? Cause I did on my cannabis CD. <laughs> Absolutely. So I got black, I got black and tasty. And then no black talk? No. No booty talk. Back. My bad booty talk. Oh, over here, my baby got back 37. <laughs> <laughs> my baby got back 37. Oh shoot. Oh it's my okay. god. I got um I, I reviewed some of these too. So I remember <laughs> them. I like, oh snap. Um Black Rain 7. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it R A I N or R E I G N. Yeah, R E I G N. Nice, nice. You know, you got to keep it simple. Oh, mm -hmm. this, this Sugar Pies Honeys, too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What else I got here? Oh, here we go. So, this is Dream Girls, which probably is the movie, the actual movie. <laughs> Just the regular Dream Girl. Jimmy got soul. <laughs> And then freaks of the industry, best of the freaks freaks of the industry too. <laughs> Disc too. Yeah. So so you weren't uh you didn't have like ass parade. No. No booty talk. Wait, into what? Into thick, yo. This wow. Was, this, this they were crazy. using thick back then. Yeah. This, but they they was meant for big girls, like fat girls. Oh, the, okay, okay. That's a different kind of thick. Yeah, thick means something different now. Booty juice four. Juice four, of course. I mean, Booty Juice three kind of was a letdown, but four is when they really brought the series back. Yeah, now I'm gonna be honest with you. This is in the booty too. <laughs> but yo, this is this is uh, um, Fatty Girl six. Now this is a classic. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. This is a classic. When I found this one and in the thick, I was like, okay, I'm gonna have to find a way to rip these into. Um, so, so okay, you know why I think there's a difference is because you had DVDs because you were in the military and I was interneting. So internet black porn was different than uh, than DVD black porn because that's because I'm I'm not seeing a lot of cross section between us right now. Spinal Tap three, <laughs> <laughs> followed by uh, 
ass, ass, and more ass. <laughs> Disc one. <laughs> it feels like you were naming these as a joke, but I know that those were the real titles. Those are the real titles. I'm showing you the real titles. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Fat Booties 2. Of course. Of okay. course. Fat Booties 2, yo. Fat and Booties 2. And you would think this is a porn waist deep, but it's not <laughs> an actual movie. <laughs> I love the regular movies in between. It's a regular movie, yo. But yeah, that that was weird. But um, so yeah, so back to uh Europe. So y'all went to the island. It <laughs> had nothing to do with it. You just remember that you had a porn stack right there. <laughs> Brandon Moore hates my ADD because he'd be telling me like these elaborate stories, and I'm like, hey, did I ever tell you that? <laughs> there was like one time when we were doing the seminar where you're like, uh, you brought something up, and I was like. I mean, I don't think that's what I was saying, but okay. <laughs> I just let it go. I was like, I mean, he, you made a good point. You did make a good point. It had nothing to do with what I was saying, but it was a good point. So I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, but I have, that's how I know I have ADHD. I just, because I mean, oh, I'm going to keep it a buck. I listened, I listened to what you were saying, but I was only waiting for keywords. <laughs> And as long as keywords, as long as I didn't hear like keywords that would trigger me to be like, oh, that don't, like, because you notice every time a keyword would happen, I'm like, you know what? I got to push back, Angel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, he was like, yeah, that joke is funny, but you probably came. And as soon as I heard King, I'm like, well, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something, brother. Well, <laughs> one of the things where you're like, let me push back on it. And then you just kind of agreed with me and elaborated more. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, all right, that wasn't a pushback. I was like, a side note. <laughs> Yeah, it was a good time though. It was a good time. Man, I have the worst ADHD. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> how. I don't know how I've become so successful not being diagnosed with it. <laughs> it's horrible. They, I remember they tried to tell my brother that uh, he had ADD, and I, I was the only one in the family going, "He's just a bad student." <laughs> Like he just doesn't like school, and then they pumped him full of drugs, and it made him gain a bunch of weight. And my mom was like, "Oh no, look at what the drugs are doing!" I'm like, oh, you mean the drugs? By the way, he was still bad at school. They gave him the medicine, still doing bad in school. Now he's just fat. <laughs> and then as soon as they made him stop taking the medication, he went back to normal, and he was just the same bad student. <laughs> Nothing changed. Nothing changed. David just say, "Yo, remind me to tell you to write my to the, to write his eulogy." And right in the middle of David's eulogy, I'm just gonna bring up the fact that I I got this poor stash and it's nasty girls too. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, you're gonna interrupt. Like, hold on, let me push back on this. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with what I was saying. <laughs> push back on this thing about uh about David real quick and bring up this. Born, born the controversy Roddy Piper DVD. <laughs> Roddy Piper sounds like a porn title. <laughs> what is that? It's that. It's like, oh, you ever see Roddy Piper? Oh man. Wait, what was that last pink one? What was that one? 
<laughs> oh no, back to in the thick. This is the t- like. This oh, okay. oh, okay, okay, okay. In the thick. No one asked this, but I'm gonna tell you. Anybody? <laughs> nobody. I mean you. Um, this was the first porn. This is my first porno that um, not this particular DVD, but this is the first one when I was like, they got. I'm locked there. <laughs> oh, like, so I, you still were unsure before in the thick? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I, like I remember the first one that I watched where like Mission Complete throw the banner. Like I was playing, and, like I was doing it. Like, oh snap! That's what this does. Uh, uh, this is the one here where I was like, if you know, I don't know. If there's any, anybody wrote a joke about how like anybody ever seen a porno from beginning from cover to cover? porn has credit. My brother just said, I don't know if porn has credits. I would not know. Let me tell you something. In the Thick has credits. I've seen the whole thing. I've seen the behind the scenes. I've seen I've seen the edited version. I've seen I've seen the scenes that didn't make the cut. Uh do they have a DP on on, on the staff? Oh uh, speaking of DP, this is the other one. Ah. <laughs> wait, wait, what's it called? D- double penetration girls, they're called DVDs. Oh, okay. Now, this particular one is a classic because this feature, and this is how old this porno is, is uh, Janet Jack Me. Oh, um, Sierra, I think, uh, was it her name is Sierra? And um, it was one other person, but I knew, but in my mind, like, yo, I know the porn budget exploded getting all these hotties in this movie. <laughs> Cause it was like some of the baddest. It was like some, the top bitches of like baddest. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Long and Wesley Pipes. So I was like, I know, I know. Ooh, the damn, they blew the budget on that one. I, I, I see like, what you mean. Yeah, I was like, it was Janet Jackley and and Monique and Myron Long, Wesley Pipes, and I think her name was Sierra. She and she like she had the big the big tatas, and it was like one more person. I forgot who the fourth person was, but who I feel like you know what I ain't gotta remember. Google. <laughs> Do you really want to be Googling that on the computer? Just, you know. PPD maybe maybe go on private browser for that one, you know? Uh, hey, my computer. <laughs> um, Mickey Starks. Oh, okay. There, there was a... I went to... I don't know how sh- specific I should be because it might give away. Okay, so I went... I went to school with this kid who ended up being on a TV show. I'll be I'll be vague about it. He ended up being on a TV show and he had a party to celebrate, right? That he, of him being on the TV show. And he invited me, right? So uh I I I knew the guy, I talked to the guy, but I didn't I didn't super remember him, right? I remember we talked, but if you ask me any details, and when he sees me out the crowd, he stops what he's doing and he yells from the cross and was like, Yo, Angel, you gave me my first porn movie. What? Because <laughs> I was hustling the DVDs <laughs> to make money. Yeah, I was a criminal, dog. <laughs> I was a straight up criminal. You no. Never told that. Why would I tell you that? Why would I tell you that I was doing some. As an adult? I never thought to bring it up. All right. Write that down. Tell the story about that. <laughs> Tell the story about like yo, you gave me my first, and I was like, you know what? I think every man remembers the first person who gave him their first porno. Except now, is they just just in the internet, so I don't think it's such a yeah. It, you it, meet it, a person. 
the back in the day. Cardinal was a rite of passage, yo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was yep. a rite of passage. I'm trying to find um, that in the thick. Hold on. Let me see. P P G. P P G. Just to put it into perspective, I'm old enough that I remember when they first introduced the internet to us, and every kid would just write random URLs. So you write spinach.com and this.com and you just kept writing.com. And at the time, I didn't know this, but we were essentially testing their firewall to see how good it was at stopping us from looking at stuff. And I wrote foxes.com and an adult site came up because I'm thinking the animal. I wasn't looking for adult stuff. And then suddenly here I am and there's naked people on the screen. And of course, it spread like wildfire in the in the computer room. I remember I tried to find out more details about the excellent movie. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent.com is not gonna get you what you think. Oh boy. So oh boy. So I wasn't lying. So this is uh so it was Adina Jewel, <laughs> Jackson, Monique, and Sierra Lee. And um, yeah, Sierra, yeah, Sierra. I'm sorry, Sierra Lewis. I'm sorry, but she just mm -hmm. went by Sierra. And um, and it was uh, DPG, all all DPS. Oh, it was all. Right. Yeah. So um, yeah. So this was a um, hmm. mm. definitely a classic. Rip me out the plastic. <laughs> all DPS. Ugh. Yeah. Rough. Yeah. Rough. <laughs> Uh, rough with the guys too. All right, David, you got you can't you got a quick commenting. All right, you're not on the podcast. <laughs> I don't even know if they can hear you. You just I'm just talking to a random ghost in the room. You just gotta. We gotta put we gotta split screen one day and get David on. David won't be in the podcast, but whatever. Here's the funny part. He will say no. He's like, no, nah, I don't want to do it. He just he's a backseat podcaster. That's what he loves to do. Right. Until until he um until he gets short four hours for a job that he did eight hours. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> yo, we gotta cut this off. It's too late. <laughs> yeah, this, is a, this is a deep cut. Things right, being so, said. <laughs> I don't care what they're gonna do. Fire me. I'm already fired. Guys, listen, <laughs> this has been fun. <laughs> it's been great. Thank y'all for listening. Uh I would tell you I got shows, but I ain't got none. I do, but I don't feel like plugging them because the location I'm I got them at. I, one is already sold out. Shout out to M Fisk. I've got the location. But it's already sold out, so mm. that's dope. I'm, I'm closing that out. Um, it's the approve. I'm coming to October 19th. I will tell you the location, but to be honest with you, I ain't fucking with them, so fuck them. I'm not going to the location, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Um, you know, if you're going to short me, if you're going to short me on money because of your cheap ass beliefs, then I have nothing for you. Mm. Um, also, Man, we are burning bridges. <laughs> fuck them, okay? And I probably and like they probably listen to my podcast anyway. I don't care if they, do. if, if they do listen to my podcast. I have a screenshot that'll tell them they can't fire me. Anyway, I will talk to you all later. Andrew, you got anything you got going on? Uh, I will. Is I'm not even on the show. It's just for a good cause. Uh, Joy Friedman and Cyrus Chancellor are doing uh, mm. a benefit show called Sense of Tumor in uh, at the Silver Spring Fillmore. I will be mm. filming and taking photos. It's all for a good cause. It's for cancer uh, research. Uh, 
And the first show, honestly, I volunteered to film for free. Uh, and anybody who knows that, that I just came from Europe knows I don't do anything for free nowadays. But I really believe in the show. It was one of the most hysterical shows I ever went to last year. I'm so glad they brought it back. So, uh, yeah, the Fillmore uh, in Silver Spring. Come out. It's on the 28th. So uh, unless you, you know, you're pro-cancer, I guess, you know, if, stay home if you're pro-cancer. But if you're anti-cancer. You come to the show and have a, a good time. Gonna have Winston Hodges, Joy Friedman, Cyrus Chancellor, uh, Sarome, uh, uh, Apple Brown Betty. I haven't seen her in forever. I'm gonna hit on her. It's gonna fail, but it'll be fine. She'll still be nice to me. What? I don't know why you would say that on this podcast. What? Well, well, that's fine. I mean, I guess she, I mean, she, all, she, she knows I'm scared of her. <laughs> it's fine. She knows I ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I am anti-cancer. <laughs> unless it's for a particular group of people, and sometimes those people are cancer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think that that's all that needed to be said before you get yourself in more trouble. What are you going to do, huh? <laughs> what are you going to do? Tell me to cut the house. Anyway, I'll talk to you all later. Thank you all for coming. <laughs> what are you going to do, buddy? Tell me to cut the house again, buddy. Huh? Just cut it. Cut it. <laughs> what are you gonna, cut the house or you want me to, you want me to, you want me to cut David Hours? What do you want me to do? I'm going to cut David Hours or you want to go back and forth about the fact that he did his job. What are we going to do? Mm -hmm. No? Are we done? Okay. No. no. Cool. Well, it's it's been fun, guys. Before I say anything else, is going to cause me to um have to send somebody a dick pic. I will talk to y'all. <laughs> this is very responsible. I'm just kidding, guys. That didn't really happen today. So I will talk to you all. <laughs> I'm fucking with y'all guys. Uh, let me stop. This is a serious matter. Guys, it's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just bullshitting around. No one. Hey, I do write jokes. Composition book. That's old school. Yeah. This how much this how many jokes I wrote so far. <laughs> <laughs> I record that album one day. Mm, or mm. write the book about how. On how you can harass as many men as you want. Okay, <laughs> come on, dude. Why are we still recording? I still see the recording button. What? All right, cool. I'll cut that part out. Jeez Louise, guys. Yes, yes, cut it out. Definitely cut it out. Bleep it. Bleeps are I, I don't believe in bleeping. <laughs> if they don't believe in line, I don't believe in bleeping. Anyway, I'll talk to y'all later. It's been fun. Good night, everybody. <laughs>